Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lane. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? I'm very good, thank you. I'm uh, feeling like, you know, you know, last week when I was saying about, you know, I've done all this time sober and blah, 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 and I'm feeling good. Well, feels like in the last week it's really come to fruition because I've lost half a stone. So, um, how are you feeling for it? Good. Well, good. Especially when this morning I was like, I'm going to have to go up another notch on my belt, which like hasn't happened in a long time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, apart from I'm having, and this is infuriating when I'm like eating better than I have in well, probably two years and feeling really good. I'm having a right breakout with my skin. You can't really see it in this light, but see, I've got all these little spots on my nose. I'm just infuriating when you feel like you're like healthier than ever. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes, and I mean, I can't see that any of the blemishes or anything, so I wouldn't be conscious of it. But sometimes, ironically, that happens when you detox from if you cut shit out of your diet, whether it's alcohol or bad foods, sometimes there's a delay in that kind of coming out in your skin. Yeah. Not that I'm a dermatologist, but that's kind of... That. I've <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dr. Norris. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I've got another cheeky degree on the side. No, but the, the toxins all kind of come out in themselves because you think, well, I've never ate so good and I'm, I'm not yeah. doing stuff, but... Um, the main thing is that you're feeling good, though, babe. Exactly, yes. Um, and I am. And I went back to rowing last weekend, which I haven't done in a while. How um, was that? Which It was really nice. I had a really good time. Um, and then afterwards, I went to the pub. I didn't have a drink. We, I sort of hung out with everyone. I met this very this new guy that's joined the club. Super hot, right? Like, well, tell us more. I would say like a model, right? Like that kind of level. Could, could be a model. Up your straight, is it your type? Not my type, I wouldn't say. Probably too good looking, you know, like kind of intimidatingly good looking. We were at the pub and he made like a beeline for me. I could see him looking at me out the corner of his eye and he made a beeline for me. Do you know what he said to me? What's that? You seem fun. I was like, in my head, I was like. Do you think that was his little chat up line? No. You no seem fun. Does that mean you want some fun? I feel like it's like what you say to someone you don't find attractive. <laughs> <laughs> they don't don't read into it negatively, Stephen. That could have been. It could be. And sometimes you find this. Sometimes that the the people that look like models can be a bit socially awkward because when when you've been blessed with them genetics, sometimes people don't need to try hard. It's I true. Mean, there's always that rule of thumb. You can't talk for everyone. I'm generalising. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely noticed sometimes people that you're like, oh, my God, you're like model. Yeah. In life, especially if you've been blessed like that and you've kind of, that's always just been something. You don't need to try because people flock to like bees round honey, flies round shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the shit. Um, <laughs> no, no, but it was like... But so you what know, did like, you say? When he said you've seen fun, did you say, yeah, I am? I actually can't remember. You should see me lying down. <laughs> um, <laughs> did it give you the ick though? Or you no, just no, I just, I just remember thinking like, of all the things you want a hot person to tell you, that, you're see- that you seem fun just doesn't seem like up there at the top. But anyway... He actually turned out he was a really nice guy. Um, uh, so you'll be seeing him next week. Well, I'm, I will be seeing him next week because I'm going to. So I'm obviously in the London Otters, which is a gay rowing club. 
after otters are having a blind date event with the London Stags, which is a rugby team, um, and uh, at the at the Royal Vauxhall Tavern on Saturday. Uh, so um, it's not. I'm not doing the blind date thing because the idea of st- sitting on a stage and someone. No, just absolutely not. But it's about like, drinking, you're especially like... exactly. Um, but I am going to do the little social aspect and you know meet some gay rugby players. So I mean, can't can't go wrong, can you? Is a rugby player up your street? I don't actually. I've known you years, but what is your type? Anyone that will have me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but are you more inclined rugby or rower? Or is, is that frowned upon? Can you go with any of the rowers? God, I mean... Do the otters... Do the otters there's a lot... Yeah, there's a bit of incest in the otters, I will say. <laughs> um, I mean, is it, I mean, I don't know. I kind of... I feel like I'm pretty open book. If I find you attractive, I find you attractive. It's kind of not... Best way to be. I think when people yeah. almost have a list, every time it goes, got to be this height, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, yeah. You, you can't go around or living life like that. No, exactly. I feel a bit like that. So, um, so and energy, I think, say a lot. Exactly. And I, but also, I just think personal connection, right? Like, yeah. like you can get, you can get almost someone really well, but not fancy them, or you can fancy someone loads and think they're really boring. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, somewhere between the two so you know but I'm, I'm an open book at the moment i'm feeling quite i think when you're feeling good about yourself maybe you sort of project it out a bit as well 100 um, percent. yeah you give off an aura yeah <laughs> i'm just giving off a blemish face aura <laughs> but i'm gonna go with it anyway um but yeah all good how are you bob i saw you had a weekend away yeah really good thank you babe I had a lovely weekend I went away for a couple of nights it's this most amazing place so i went glamping Right, doesn't seem like something. I, I can't. Well, I can't imagine you camping, but glamping. I, I mean, this this is the thing. This is like this was not really camping at all. This yeah. was glamping, but next level. Like completely, just the most beautiful, amazing place. Um, the most lovely couple of days, and uh, yeah, it was it was just really really nice. You know, my my first little trip of the of the new year really kind of just yeah. for a couple of days my little staycation lovely so, yeah, I think, I, do you know it made me just realize actually that because it's up in where do i go god my geography is terrible i think it's like warrington way okay so yeah just nice to do bits in the uk you know and as i say mm-hmm. really nice so little hot tub Little grill to cook on outside, beautiful, yeah, and uh, decorated, amazing. I mean, I could have moved in, but two days, absolutely lovely. But yeah, I, I know what you're, you're saying. A couple of people have said to me when I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm going um, glamping," they went, "Oh, Bob, I can't see you in a tent. You ain't a camp." And I was like, "No, this place isn't like a. This ain't just a tent in a cow field." <laughs> yeah, you're not cooking <laughs> on a little stove trying to get your beans hot. Yeah, I can <laughs> Yeah, we've got some uh, we've got some great guests on today. Um, first up, we've got Tom Aspel, who actually is uh, is a pal of mine. Has presented the show before. He is a singer, um, uh, and he's going he's going on tour. Uh, I think in the next couple of months. Um, so yeah, uh, great to speak to him. Then we've got uh, ex Strictly uh, Pro Vincent Simone, um, and at the end of the show, Talia Storm, who's a bit of a friend of the show. Um, as is her mum Tessa, actually, I would say. Um, yeah. we've, had, we've had them both on. 
um yeah. sometimes at the same time um so uh so yeah great uh great little show all around uh what's been uh, what showbiz news wise what's been catching your eye this week bob Oh, I mean, it's been quite a busy week, but I'll touch upon it just because we was talking about me glamping. So I mm. was sat in the hot tub watching the Brits. Oh, yeah. As you do. So, I mean, it was the first time watching the Brits in a hot tub in a lovely glamping location. <laughs> Got also it, Also yeah. the first time I've ever seen it on a Saturday night. Yeah, the first time uh, they've done it on a Saturday night, I think, in, yeah, in recent memory. And, and I think the fact it was a Saturday night definitely came across mm-hmm. in, in some ways more than others. Yeah. <laughs> I think people was enjoying the fact it wasn't a school night, shall we yeah, say. definitely. But um, that aside, Harry Styles cleaned up. Man of the hour, isn't he? What did you think of his outfit when he arrived on the red carpet? He was wearing all black, wasn't he, with a corsage like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City or something? Yeah, I, I think Harry... Absolutely, he's just completely individual with his style, and he doesn't conform. And I kind of, I kind of love that about him. It's, it's yeah. almost like two things that don't give a shit. I'm going to wear what I want. Yeah. Um, but I was really pleased for him that he, he had such a successful night. You know, and I don't know if, and I know he's clearly having an amazing career. And every award show he goes to at the minute, it seems that he's is going now with an award in his hand. Mm-hmm. But um, there must be something a little bit special about. Getting that many Brits, is, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think I, I think he, yeah, uh, after the Grammys, he did. He obviously won Album of the Year there, and then he picked up loads of gongs at the Brits. It's obviously a good time to be Harry Styles, all in all. Yeah, I and mean, I'm thinking, oh gosh, you know what I'm like with my Windelane and uh, McLeaning. I mean, wouldn't be complaining. I'd love to fill the front room with all them awards, but I wonder if he's already cleaning them up. Yeah. Because you hear some people, I think Olivia Coleman, I remember an interview, I'm sure she said, was it an Oscar she won? And she hid it in a cupboard because she thought it was a bit too much to have it on show. Like it ostentatious, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, Liv, get it out. If I had an Oscar, the postman would know about it, Amazon would know about it, <laughs> yeah. would know. I- I'd walk around holding it. Yeah, I get that. I do. I do understand that. I once read someone, I don't remember who it was, said that they use it as a doorstop, which I actually think is quite a funny thing to do because then it's out, but it's also functional. Um, yeah, it's, it's on the show, so you can't kind of see it, but you're yeah. kind of a bit like, oh, what that? But you haven't got it on the top of the uh, mantelpiece, sort of taking up space. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, it depends how many because Beyonce's has got has got like thirty six or thirty seven, something like that. You couldn't display every one without. It looking a bit ridiculous, right? Yeah, I mean, there comes a point where you're probably a bit like, pack it in, B. <laughs> Especially with his as well. The house must, but thank God they've got a big house and probably multiple houses, I'm assuming. Because where do you You'd start think. storing them all? They'd probably yeah. have to go into storage. Because that's oh, like, you... probably dust collectors. It's like the old yeah, school exactly. room. It makes me think of like, you know, my grandma won a lot of bowls trophies over the years and she had a little cabinet with her little trophies in. Maybe they get a little corner cabinet, you know, where they stick all of their acting gongs in or something. Yeah, you've got to find some. I think I'm trying to think. I've got four or five I've won over the years. But actually, I'm I'm actually going to be a complete hypocrite. I don't think any of them are out. But really? I'll tell you for the main reason, just because you know what I'm like with uh, my theming and a touch of the OCD tendency. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you can't design your own awards and not taking away any gratitude for, for having them. But some of them, the, the colour schemes don't work with my inferiors. Bob, 
<laughs> there was one, one, one that's glass. That one's out because glass goes with silver and grey. But one's, I mean, one's like a Cadbury purple. Um, okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, purple I mean, doesn't I mean, go with much. Like I say, they're very grateful for them. And yeah. they are, they're actually in my wardrobe. Right. Which is so you can see them in my spare bedroom. My spare bedroom I've converted into a wardrobe. Right. So okay. on, like, on like a shelf, which I kind of have like shoe slots, I kind of got them up there. So I okay. see them and people see them, but in the front room, yeah, maybe I should get them out and be a bit like stodgy, sod the theme. But then you'll spend the whole time like looking at them, being like, yeah, they don't match. Buggy, mate. <laughs> so, if yeah, there's something... anyone out there, like any big award ceremonies that are listening, please don't think about not giving me an award just because <laughs> you're worried about my fame because they would be much appreciated. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure the Oscars and the Grammys are, and the BAFTAs are listening. Keeping tonight. an ear out. Yeah, 100%. and I will be. I'm, I'm really. I'm taking on awards this year. So um, yeah, whatever the colour. <laughs> this year is my year. 2023 is the year it's an for Oscar, getting awards. It's yeah. If Harry can do it, so can I. Yeah, yeah, 100. I'm behind you, Bob. I completely appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I do want to just quickly. Tom is in the waiting room, but I would just want to quickly t- touch on Rihanna revealing her uh, pregnancy, a se- second pregnancy within a year. I think. Um, is on uh, a roll. Yeah, at the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, did you see her show? Did you watch it at all? Yeah. I watched it back on YouTube. I was a bit, um, it's a little bit underwhelmed compared to what we've seen in previous years with J-Lo and Beyonce and Madonna and all that, Katy Perry. But she is heavily pregnant. What are you going to do? She can't, she can't be doing... She can't be slut dropping. Well, no, exactly, because she might need a hand getting back up. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> or a midwife. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't want to go to early labour. Um, so fair enough. But anyway, to start a touch on that, because I'm, uh, I mean, I do like Rihanna, so no complaints. We love you, Ray Ray. Um, right, Tom is ready to come in, so let's get him in. How you doing? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really good. Nice to see you. Uh, thanks for joining us, Tom. It's lovely to meet you virtually. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, yeah, so how you been? I've been okay, yeah. I'm just um, busy. You know, same old, same old. Um, Except you're preparing for a tour. I'll constantly oh, see you doing bits and bobs on TikTok, you know. Yeah, it is a, it's a lot, but I'm really, you know, it's all good. It's good to be busy, isn't it? Um, well, yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm going on holiday this weekend. So I'm I'm having a little break before it all starts to kick off. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I've just been, it's really boring, really. It's just like... <laughs> emailing venues and being like how big is your stage or like how many people <laughs> really? yeah so you kind of where you kind of do it all by yourself right which is really admirable um yeah. like i think oh, like how, how do you like like because that's a lot of work like you know like yeah, and you put the legwork in um, yeah like how how has it been going yeah it's been good i mean i would have preferred to have had an agent or like I, i'm being honest like i would, yeah, I would i'm not i don't think i'm cut out for like this kind of thing um but i i kind of got to the point where i asked a few people and um i think with live shows and touring it's really really it's difficult out there for for well-established bands and um for people who have have like labels behind them they're cancelling tours left right and center so it's uh, it's really tough out there but i just kind of thought to myself if you want something done you need to do it yourself so i just went for it and yeah they took like two months to 
piece it all together um it's kind of like like a really difficult jigsaw basically like getting the dates getting the times getting band availability and things like that and then once it was announced yes everything's on sale now so i'm just rehearsing and yeah busy rehearsals (laughs) well i've i've only done one and um it was with my uh vocalist sasha and yeah like i would say good <laughs> it's like it's really hard we actually did it using um not zoom using google meet google meetings or google hangout yeah that's the one so we did that um and it's quite like the way we do it is we call each other on whatsapp and turn the volume down because there's always a delay so we're like speak to each other like this um <laughs> So like it's a, a means to an end, but I've got my first dance rehearsal at the beginning of March. Um, yeah, because for this tour, I've kind of done away with most of the band and it's more like dancey um, and I'm not a dancer myself, but... But I you do dance. I've seen I it. I do dance. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, I met this dancer, the dance captain, uh, they're called Raj and we were doing um, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham and they were they were performing to one of my songs and we just we clicked and hit it off and I, I just said to them oh yeah I'm doing a tour next year you should be part of it and didn't think anything of it and they were like yeah they're really up for it so there's going to be two sexy dancers yeah hopefully you know not to disrupt from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are you are the mate you are the focus but I, but having said that you're you're going out and supporting someone fairly big soon right as well yeah we're allowed to say self-esteem i think it's been announced <laughs> how um, is how does that feel because like oh great deal. yeah no it's unreal i love self-esteem um we 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 met really briefly at this thing. Um, it was the do you know the, the cabaret Kit Kat Club. Um, they did. It was like the, one of the opening nights. It was like the press week or something. And she was yeah, there. Yeah. And she was sat in front of me. And she just turned around. It's really loud. And she's like, "We should do something." Well, she's actually northern, isn't she? I don't know why I gave her a Cockney accent, but um, <laughs> she's uh, yeah. And I, I didn't think anything of it. And then fast forward to the end of last year and I get, I get an email from her agent and they're like, Oh yeah. What dates are you available in March? And I said, like, all of them, <laughs> <laughs> just give it to me. So, um, yeah. So hopefully that's, it's like, it's only, it's four dates, but it, one of them is, um, Hammersmith Apollo. So hopefully. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I'm literally never performed anywhere. I mean, obviously I've done prides and things like that, but it's like the biggest indoor venue that I've performed at. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of like shitting myself. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's allowed, but like, do you have to, when you're doing like supports as a support act, do you have yeah. to approach it a bit differently? Obviously you don't have as long. Yeah, I think I've got about 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, I've had to consider all of this because obviously, like, I want people to buy tickets to my shows as well. So, yeah, so I don't want people to, like, see me and then think, oh, I've seen him, so I don't need to... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I need to, like, that would spill your beans too early. Exactly. It's really important to, like, hold a little bit back. But also, I really want to... There's going to be people who've never heard of me there. Like I'd imagine the majority of people. So it's really important to like bring it and bring yeah. the show and, and show off like my best stuff. So it's a delicate balance, you know. Um, but I'm, I know what an amazing venue. Yeah, oh my God, I I went. I've, I've been there 
I think twice, once to see Kate Blush and once to see Julie Andrews give a speaking. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is amazing. Um, so that's like, I mean, I'm just happy to, to be there. It'll be amazing. That's like mid-March that kicks off. So basically you've got a busy couple of months coming up. Yeah. So when, when I get back off, um, I'm back the 1st of March and then it will be, yeah, pretty much hit the ground running. Um, starting the tour in, I haven't announced this yet, but I'm doing a couple of dates in Europe. Uh, they're not like proper ticketed. They're more like club PAs oh, yeah. um, in Amsterdam and Barcelona. So I'm doing that at the beginning of April. So that's when it kind of kicks off properly. Um, but until then, yeah, like I'm just sort of trying to do as much as I can and fill in, like fill in as much of the time. Um, but yeah. It's going to be good. You should come. Yeah, 100%. Welcome. Be- the May 23rd is the... Uh... Oh, you seem to be dropping out, Tom. Hold on. Oh, that's yeah. probably my Wi-Fi. Am I back? No, you're back. You're back. <laughs> what was them dates, babe? Sorry. So the London show is May 23rd, and it is in uh, Oslo, Hackney. I've been there for gigs before. It's a lovely venue. Yeah, and also, and also right next to the train station, so ideal for getting home as well. Ideal so. if you're if you're a little <laughs> bit lazy. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I think that's the last day, or there might be one after. So it's going to be a big one, although it's on a Tuesday. So <laughs> make it, you're going on this one. holiday. To, are you literally just recharging your batteries, getting ready now? Yeah, so I'm, I, it's actually my sister works. Uh, my sister. I mean, I don't know if I can talk about what she's doing but she she's working out there basically and um out where the philippines oh, i so, love the philippines you've been i take i did message yeah you did stuff. yeah i've been a couple of times yeah because i i i don't really know anything about it apart from like mutia is from the philippines and I just thought, <laughs> yeah i yeah. thought you know that is the caliber of people from there that i'm going do you know what i mean <laughs> so i my sister yeah she's working in manila but obviously she's on the weekends we can fly to like boracay and places like that oh you're going to boracay oh okay well what is that is that good or bad I don't that's know. like it's like the um it's like the benadorm of of the philippines so it's kind of like a it's a party town with with oh, a bit really? of a with a bit of a i mean i stayed at shangri-la in boracay which was like the oh, yeah. top end but it's not really like that i would say but anyway you'll have a good time you will well, have this a good is all time. this is all good information but we've been we've been looking and i because i i wanted to go um to cebu there's like an island yeah. there as well um it all looks amazing but i think you will have a good time wherever you go honestly yeah it's and i've got a, i've got a friend um diana she's half filipino and i think she she's relocated there with a little son and and she um she's lived it's just a happy coincidence so she's going to take me around and take me to nice restaurants and stuff so i'm really looking forward to that the dream it is the dream i won't be eating any rice though because i've got to obviously go on tours (laughs) (laughs) fair fair i can understand that i wanted to ask you we're we're actually running out of time already but um yeah i I know you're a big eurovision fan and you were on the jury in 2021 Yeah. yeah have you heard the songs this year what do you make of them any of them Oh my god, I haven't heard any. But I, I do you know what? I, I, I let let me explain myself. I because I did the jury jury duty, I um I was kind of obliged to not 
listen to any until right, yeah. the show. So I did that again last year. The, I heard Chanel because it was everywhere. Um, yeah. And I'd heard Sam Ryder. But apart from that, I kind of left it to the finals. Well, the semifinals. So this year, I'm kind of in two minds as to whether I'm going to do it. But obviously, it's been Super Saturday, hasn't it? So a lot has come out. So maybe I I'm, 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 haven't heard any yet. Okay, fair. I always love talking to, about Eurovision around Bob because it's it's like he's he's a bit like what's happening? He's, what are you talking? Super Saturday. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, you I mean, you're... it's gone completely. Yeah, and, and I'm probably one of the very few gay men that has oh, never well... watched the whole Eurovision ever. I went to a club actually um, local to me in the Midlands uh, the night of Eurovision and I was uh, I went with my friend and we 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 thought it would be like really fun because it was the night of Eurovision and we were like oh so what do you think of the final to everyone and everyone was like what's Eurovision so I don't think you're the only one I think there's loads of people light them up that's what I say well, we were yeah, shocked because uh, I, I was like, I want to hear Chanel in a club somewhere. So we went out and everyone was like, no, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so It's a bag, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, fair. Would you ever, I think you've probably been asked this before, would you perform if you were asked? Uh, if I was asked, yeah, but I doubt it because I'm like 36 now. So they've got, they've gone through all of their old people. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you're not you're exactly young then, Eurovision. Can you not sing in your 30s? Well, you can, but I mean, they it, with the UK they had like Bonnie Tyler, Engelbert Humperdinck. They, I feel I like don't know if you're quite at that level yet, Tom. <laughs> they had Blue. They had, you know what I mean. So I feel like they've gone through a phase of having like older people. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm old, but um, you need you know, to get down that clinic and get some more Botox, babes. I, I genuinely, as we've been on the air, my Botox lady just texts me and was like, "See you in March." Because I, I am getting a bit light, like lining. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think I would. Do you know what? I would love it if a really small European country, I'm in the Balkans potentially, if they were like, "Would you like to represent Montenegro?" <laughs> like yes of course oh my god i'd love UK, that i feel like i'll just the uk i'm i don't know but yeah fair that, i can understand that, that. balkans that's- I, I would love to see it i would vote for montenegro in a heartbeat if you were representing them um, <laughs> it's very me yeah very you um with your tour where can we get tickets if we're looking for them what's what's still on my website, it's tomaspal.co.uk. It's all there. So T O M A S P A U L dot co dot uk. Um, the will you be t- will you be naked at any point on the sh- on the stage? Will you um, just in I your pants? One of the lot is pretty naked. Yeah, it is. But I'm um, we. I actually have a, a chat with the stylist tomorrow. Um, I think for most of it. I'm going to be wearing clothes, but there will be a change. So. That's so disappointing, Tom. What's the point of coming? No, I know. It's, see, we've written it into the script. I'm definitely doing it. So, but, um, <laughs> I can't be upstage by these dancers, can I? And they're like yeah. really fit live dancers. They all do it in heels as well. And I'm just like, okay. So Are you going to be like, like Mariah Carey in the middle? Just like, <laughs> yes, that's me. Calling in your moves. Like I Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I literally just talked about that. Brianna at the Super Bowl. It was like, go on, girl, give us no energy. Like, I mean, like. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> just like, um, yeah. <laughs> I did really like as well with Brianna that um, her featuring was a palette of Fenty makeup. She didn't have any Amazing. other artists other than her makeup. That was the I only know. thing. 
I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't blame her. She's a billionaire. It's working for her. So. <laughs> get them coins, Ray Ray. Get them coins. Exactly. Ain't I bet she's made hundred million on the Fenty this week. Literally. I just by some. just by going. Yeah, yeah that was it. That's I was like, I need that straight away. <laughs> you don't get paid to perform, do you? So no, she probably wrote that into her thing. I bet she thought, right, I'm getting the, the Fenty palette out. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Good show. Yeah, yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah. into yeah. it. Tom, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Have an amazing time in the Philippines and I'm sure I'll see you at the Oslo. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Lovely to chat to you both. Lovely to talk to you, Tom. Take care. Have a great holiday. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. He's such a nice guy. I can thoroughly recommend seeing him live. Um, I saw him once before supporting someone else. So, He's um he's he's a great his songs are like catches back. He's worked with some brilliant artists. Um even even did a song with Kylie Minogue. Um so yeah. So he's 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 great, worth worth catching if you can. Be a great show. Yeah, really good show. Um right, our second guest, uh Vincent Simone is here. So let's get him in to talk all things dance. How you doing? Um Vincent, how you doing? Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Where are you calling us from? Uh, I'm in Spain. Ah, lovely. Nice. What are you doing? Having a little break? Uh, Well, I say break, but I do live here, to be honest. I live between here in the UK. But when I'm here, um, I always dance. I have two girls. I know you might say only two girls, but yes, I do have two girls here, which I dance with. Uh, we met one 25 years ago in the European Championship in Sweden, and the other girl, she's an Icelandic ballroom champion. So I use them to keep myself fit, and that's nice. just on, and that's just on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> so are you out there preparing and rehearsing? You've got your tour starting next month. Yes, I do. I do. I'm so excited because uh, we did have. Um, I started the tour in the autumn, last autumn, and it was amazing because I never done anything on my own, believe it or not. Have you because, not? Uh, no, because as uh, everybody knows, tango, it takes two to tango. Yes. So it's always been Vincent and Flavia, Vincent and Ian Wade. So this is the very first time that I have my own, my very own show. So it's just my name. So no pressure, but... We've done quite well, actually, so far. I'm really proud. And has it all come together? I mean, I'm hoping so if it starts next month. But are you ready <laughs> yes. for it? Yes. Um, so, obviously, I have the power of the tango, which is the most beautiful dance in, in the world, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like everybody say, it's like making the love in three minutes, which I think is a bit too long. I I like to push myself. Um, Not only that, but we have um, a story throughout the show. So in this show in particular, we don't break the fourth wall. So we live our own story on stage in Argentina. So you'll be transported in Argentina where we have uh, live musicians. We've got amazing dancers and we have a love triangle. So nothing new there for me. In fact, I look so natural doing this show. It's like, you know, I was born 
doing this. <laughs> You've got two women fighting after you. I've got two women fighting over me, believe it or not, yeah. And, so and it's your show this. and you came up with this concept. I wonder why. Yeah, well, I was a bit disappointed because I wanted three women fighting for me, <laughs> but I thought that's... Now I'm pushing it, um, but it's lovely. You know, I wanted to finish the show there. I can have them both, but unfortunately I have to choose. I only have to pick one girl. Oh. The poor one that's, that's, that's on stage. That's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine the behind the scenes. So obviously you, you're no stranger to touring. How do you, what's the difference between doing it on screen for TV and on stage? And do you have a favourite, Vincent? Yes, I do, because I've done, like you guys know, Strictly for eight years. And, and uh, um, you know, I mean, I used to be, used to get nervous, not too much at the beginning when I was younger, more with age, because you always try to prove yourself. You put more pressure on you. It's like, feeling the expectations from people. Mm. Um, and you knew that in my days, 15 million people used to watch me on Strictly every, every week. Yeah. So, um, yes, I used to get nervous. But when then we bumped into this producer, big Western producer, Adam Spiegel, uh, and he offered myself and Flavia the opportunity to be in the West Ends, and touring in front of thousands of that we already with our first show we performed in, uh, in front of over a million people throughout the oh. country with shows we used to do two thousand people per night per show yeah. um and the feeling is completely different so for me i like live performances because you just feel the people even when for example a, a style of dance like the tango which is so seamless and silent and quiet and so tense at times you can actually feel the tension from the people watching you it's like it gives you goosebumps mm -hmm. so it's an amazing feeling performing live is the best can i ask a slightly technical question yes. regarding dance i mean i've watched strictly so I'm, I'm familiar with most of them what what the, what's the difference between an argentine tango and a tango yeah, so the Argentine tango is the first created uh, at the early 1900s. And that's when, um, you know, you get all the immigrants going to Argentina and the, the men actually overpowered the women. There was more men than women mm -hmm. coming from all over the world. So when they, they got there, they were lonely. They had nothing else apart from work. So going into this... Um, naughty places, the brothels and stuff, the man, the woman that they will find in the places will become the lover, the family, the, the wife, the everything. Um, and that's how the dance was created. When there's a, a, a very famous tango dancer called Cardell, which he passed away no long ago, and he's the man together with Astor Piazzolla, which is the main tango composer, where he recognized the songs like Libertango, mm -hmm. they got together, they started to travel the world with the Argentine tango. So when they came to Europe, the Argentine tango was way, way too explicit and right. illegal in a way. So the tango is a bit more reserved than the Argentine tango. Yes. The no ladies of the night. <laughs> yeah. So in fact, um, 
in in a ballroom tango, you hardly look at your woman. Um, there's the heads are pretty much apart from each other. There is not rubbing or thrashing or anything like that. So, and uh, they also change the music. The Argentine tango is more melodic. There's more violin and it tells more of a story. What the, uh, the ballroom tango, it became more of a march. It goes mm, okay. very strong beats. It's, yeah, it becomes a, a march and the steps are completely different. Okay, and it was legal to do it in Europe and they added the good, elegant dresses and so on. Uh-huh. Whether the tango, the Argentine tango is just pure filth. <laughs> <laughs> you touched upon you did Strictly for eight years. So obviously yes. you've had eight celebrity partners during yes. your time. Or even more because I did all the Christmas specials and stuff. Oh, like God, Jim, I, always, I always forget about the Christmas. I'm going yeah. to ask Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been asked this and if you're going to answer, but I hope you will, Vince, and I feel like we're friends. Who was your favourite celeb? Um... Honestly, I've been asked this question many times and every single woman, I'm not saying this because I know they're probably not even watching, but I've been very lucky because every single celebrity I had, um, they all fell in love with me. So in that sense, I was in control. Yeah, no, no, I don't blame them either. I felt in charge and they all listened to me and they loved the experience so much. I have to say, my well, I like them all. My very first one, Louisa Litton from East Oh, Standard. okay, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Ruby. We, yeah, Ruby. I, I saw her like in November last year. And, you know, we actually both cried when we m- met each other again oh. because this uh, adventure of Strictly is just amazing, you know, spending every day, every day with your celebrity. Rachel Stevens was another one. She's just coming back as well. She's going on tour of S Club, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because she was engaged in those days. Mm. You know, shame for her, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but also, um, like Felicity Kendall. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, she's performing in London at the moment, and I'm going to go and see her next week when I'm coming back to London. Oh, and nice. again, we haven't seen each other for years since the Strictly days. So, yeah, Natalie Cassidy. So everybody was so spectacular, so amazing. Like, really, really good friends. Obviously, you love the ladies, Vincent. I don't think anyone doesn't know that by now. <laughs> and it, it didn't happen in your time on the show. It's more of a recent thing that we're seeing the BBC mixing the show up and being more diverse, which is amazing. But how would you have felt back then? Would you have been happy to dance with a male celebrity as a partner? Well... I approached this um, world, this new, because for me, I grew up there, you know, born dancing was just between a man and a woman. That's, you know, that's the way it is. Like, you know, since I was a child, you never think that the the world would develop uh, that quickly. But I already been involved in um, some same-sex competitions. And that was the first time uh, actually, one of my tango teachers took me there because he was in charge um, of uh, of everything. And I've been asked to dance with a couple of men. And brilliant. The way really? men are, we are, um, dancing as women was so powerful and strong. 
So going back to Strictly, when I saw, is it John and... Um, Johan- Johannes. Johannes. I got goosebumps. I have to say, I think I even had a little pee coming into my pants when I saw them. <laughs> because the power of these mm. two men dancing together and sexy and, you know, now I'm not gay my boyfriend is but i'm not but when i looked at them i thought oh my gosh it was so dynamic for me you know if it wasn't for giovanni and rose which they they were special as well they would have been the winner for sure amazing it was a very strong year wasn't it and it's rumored that this year strictly is going to have their first wheelchair contestant Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I've seen that as well. That I've seen many times in competition. And you won't you believe it's how... It's time that we're seeing that now. We're seeing diversity on Strictly because it's such a huge platform, isn't it? Yeah, because all of this has already been happening, but mm. The, the, mm. the audience didn't know. Yeah. I've seen people dancing on, wheel, on wheelchairs and you think, oh, they'll be so restrictive. What are they going to do? You know, they're sitting down, they come with their feet, but actually they look impressive. In fact, you'll see. When, when they do it on Strictly, you'll see they, they'd be brilliant. Yeah, I think it's, I think it, it's, it's true what you, it's funny because I remember in the time before, I think I was doing a red carpet and I spoke to um, uh, Craig, Rebel Hallward. Yes. And I remember saying to him about, um, do you think it's time that Strictly had a, had a um, same-sex couple? And he was like, yes, darling, but it'll be years. And it was, I mean, it's taken years. Like, uh, but finally, once you actually see it, yeah. Everyone just gets on with it, don't they? It's yeah. like, it's I think like the world is the world's caught up. Yeah, the world is changing so quickly and it's good, you know, like I've got two children, as far as I know. Um and they, <laughs> they, they off, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um and it's good for them to see, to accept every everything. Yeah. Everything, yes. Um well where can we get tickets for your tour if we're looking for them and whereabouts are you going? So we're going everywhere in the UK and Ireland, um, Scotland, um, and the tickets are available on Tango Passions, with yes, .co.uk. Um, like I said, I'm not just saying this because I want to sell tickets, because, but in any case, I'm so proud of this show, the way it's been created, the way we tell the story and the way we explain about the tango. There's a little beautiful introduction at the beginning of the show where people understand there's two people dancing underneath a spotlight with a voiceover explaining about the tango. It's just beautifully done. It's one of those shows that will never go out of fashion. And it's the only one. I'm the only person that can do it in the whole country. So I think people should come and see it. Sounds like it sounds damn right to me. I'm into it. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us all the way from Spain this evening. Hope you have a lovely evening. Good luck with the tour. Yes, thank you very much. Take care, beautiful bye, man. Bye, bye, bye. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, does he? Oh, does he just? Uh, well, it's a lovely guy though, um, and I've actually I've oh, spoken yeah, to him once him. before on the phone, but to do an interview, um, magazine and stuff. And he, yeah, he's always just on on form, so it's. Uh, Nice yeah, always a great chat with Vincent. 100%. Right, our, uh, our final guest, Talia Storm, friend of the show, is, um, is ready to come in. Let's do it. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Wow, you look great. So do you, my love. I feel like I've not spoke to you for ages. How are you? 
I not look great right now. Look at this straight Susan. Look, it's like you're, straight. you're straight. always a glamour person. <laughs> How are you? Tell me. Really good, thank you. Really good. It's so lovely to chat with you again, babes. You've had a busy so week, haven't you? I know, I've not stopped, man. <laughs> Can I, we need to talk about your Brits outfit. I knew it, I knew it. Um, talk us through it. For anyone that doesn't know, just talk us through it. Right, okay, so first of all, I feel like you guys are going to relate to this. Growing up, pop stars to me are like Lady Gaga meat dress, yeah. like Katy Perry, blue hair, yeah. Miley Cyrus naked at the VMAs. Like, that's what I grew up Those are the posters on my wall. So, yeah. like, old chaos star and i just felt like i've done the brits like seven years this was my eighth year and first of all that is ridiculous and i'm so grateful to be there so i felt like i just had to just do it like you know like we're not giving influencer we're not giving like you know we're, we're giving like okay this is our eighth year let's yeah go. you are not you are not the you are not a plus one you are not someone to forget you are you are full center stage you were basically wearing is it, was it a bikini? Yeah, so this is the fun part. So my mum actually, at the end of lockdown, my dad's an artist and he debuted at the Saatchi Gallery, did it through lockdown. And then my mum was like, you know what? My mum is the, like, been done fashion all her life. And she was like, okay, we're gonna make a swimwear brand sustainable, make the swimwear from plastic bottles, like full save the planet mode and it's called hearty swim so i helped my mom run that and i was like well this is the moment and it's literally a hearty swim sample so usually this one where is my dad's art on the bikinis but this was literally just a sample so it was just pink and we were testing out the things and i was trying them on for my mom and i was like wait a minute i think we're missing a trick here i think this sample needs to be worn somewhere else than yes. my sitting room <laughs> and that was how the moment was born so you know we're saving the planet made from recycled plastic bottles like oh, i that. love your thought process in that moment you get it babe you know <laughs> what I mean? you know you was ticking every box iconic <laughs> mum's brain just smashed it out of the park do you know what i mean people underestimate me but i think that's the best part like i dare you like honestly when i think i, sh I have this really bad habit where I, if i think i'm meant to not do something i'll absolutely do it yeah. Like if, if, if I feel like, I feel like people either get me or they don't. And I feel like if I get an opportunity and I've got like a, I'm afraid if I'm ever afraid, I know that's exactly what I'm meant to do. Because the moment you step out of your comfort zone, that's when the best things of your life will ever happen. Like just do it. If you're scared, it means you're on the right path to do something great. Absolutely. And I always think there's something to be said for, I don't know if it's just my mind, I like to prove people wrong. So if someone thinks you can't, I think, well, I'm going to do it and I'll show you I'm doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you make a point of it. But you're yeah. so, so right. I think the minute you don't have that nerves about something or you haven't got that feeling, it's just not the right thing. I think that's a good feeling. People talk about nerves and there's a mix. There's excitement in there. There's a little bit of, do you know what I mean? So I think you've got to channel that and use it. The day you ain't got that, that's the worry. Yeah, like that fire inside of you is the, the sign you're on the right path. And that's why I love doing stuff like this. Like, I love it. Like, I just feel like you've got to keep people on your toes. And nowadays it's like, you know, we live in this Kardashian era. It's like, how do you, where do you even begin? You know, like I'm an independent artist. 
all the other artists on there have, you know, 20 people around them, you know, to create these moments, to create these viral stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I'm a girl from Scotland. I made it this far. Like, let's just go. Like, like, why are we holding back? Embarrassing too. This is actually my number one quote. It's like, a lot of the comments are like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. And I'm like, embarrassing to who? Like, none of us actually care. Like, none of us actually care. Do you know that there's this mad quote that, it's not even a quote, it's a fact, that 80% of our thoughts our personal thoughts every day that we're thinking about you, me, all of us are about ourselves, right? So like we're thinking about what we've got to do. We've, we're thinking about what that guy thinks of us. It's all self, 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 80% of our day. So we've only got 20% to really think selfless thoughts. So I'm like, if everybody in this world's only got 20%, do you really think they're thinking about me and you? No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Good point. I like that. Were you cold though? I'll say it again. Were you cold? Okay, this is actually the worst part of it all. I was dripping in sweat. So, (laughs) no, it's actually really bad because anyone that came up to me was like, Talia, you're a radiator. I was like, I know, don't come any closer. It's not good. I underestimated the power of a moon boot. So, I'm wearing moon boots. Ah, yes. I'm wearing fur on top of the moon boot. Um, I'm wearing a furry hat. I'm wearing the bikini, but I, I kept the jacket closed. Right, so really, yeah. Only in the bikini for that 30-second red carpet. And then I bunned it off, and it was a wee off-the-shoulder moment. So I was literally, I was like, I was giving sweaty upper lip. It was not. Oh, you're going skiing, really. It that was, was what you were dressed for. I was so excited to get out of this outfit. Um, but the, all the fur was made by this incredible Scottish young designer called Emmy Studios. And um, again, found her on Instagram. She's like, dress Doja Cat, Doja Cat follows her. And I think it's so important to support that new generation of talent who are ready to, you know, step outside the boxes, push the limits and just have fun with it, you know. And, and I was really happy that I was able to support a new designer in that moment, you know. Love that. So, right, let's spill some tea. Because there's a lot of been said about the Brits. It was the first time it was a Saturday night. We started the show talking about it, that I think people was loving the fact it wasn't a school night and that people had Sunday off, shall we say. Yeah. What are we saying? What really went on behind the scenes? Because what we saw on screen, it looked merry. <laughs> No, it was brilliant. I mean, I actually took my brother to the after party. Now, my brother is fully 18, so he was living his best life. And to be clear, we went to the Universal one, and I'm really annoyed because when I tell you this tequila was on tap, and I had it, basically, I was filming the music video for my new song, Addicted on Monday. And I've been planning this music video, Zoom calls, mood boards for the past literal five weeks of my life. And I'm like, as if, like, this Brits is a Saturday night, the, te- the free tequila is flowing and I can't even go full steam. So literally, I'm at the after party, like, I've got to go in a minute, I've got to go in a minute, and I went home. But it was, uh, honestly, I know, it was really sad, but the music video was sick, it was worth it. But uh, um, that, It's worth it, because you would have regretted it if you was hanging out your ass and then it didn't yeah. turn out how you wanted it. Did you, exactly. did you see a lot of, did you see any naughtiness and a lot of messiness behind the scenes? To be fair, it was just like, it felt like really, it felt really different this year. And I think it's because it was a Saturday. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a music business party. Like, it's all the music people, like, Mm. behind the scenes people, like. And those people were like, I felt like they were just living their best life. Like, everyone was therefore happy. Because usually everyone has to go to work the next day. Whereas I felt like the actual room, like, everyone was buzzing because it wasn't a school night, like you said. Um, but I mean, the after party was iconic, and the fact that like my brother was there because like, not not that I take it for granted, but like you know, I felt like m- seeing my brother like look at this world like 
I was like, oh my God, you're right. This is actually such a pinch me moment. Like, this is actually insane. Years ago, I went to the Universal Party. Um, I've only been to one Brits and I went to Universal Party afterwards. And I met Harry Styles. I've got a selfie with him. And I somehow managed to wangle myself into the VIP. There was like a VIP bit. And I was drinking Grey Goose bottle, Grey Goose vodka from the bottle with Lily Allen. And that will (laughs) remain one of the highlights of my life. We were chatting. I can't remember a fucking thing we were talking about because i was absolutely steaming but yeah i was sitting with lily allen having a great time it's just it's one of those things where you're like oh my god there's that person there's that person there's that person it's like one it's that kind of vibe isn't it you know actually saying that this is probably the first year that i've gone that there wasn't like a closed off area for the artists because you're right usually they're like behind like a black tent but this year everyone was like it was just all open like at the universal one we were on my friend um rd you know that rapper like mm-hmm. he just invited us onto his table but you didn't even need to be on a table because everything was just open and right, right. opposite him was lewis capaldi's one and i went up to him i mean literally i mean i said i went up to him but it was we're all just like it's, it's always just like one which is really yeah, cool right. because usually it would have to be like a big deal to go up to someone but actually everyone is just everyone like there was no like a little area so it was phenomenal and i've, I've never actually like properly met him i've like seen him at stuff i performed in scotland and he was the headline act and i performed before him but like it's never like a meet moment but obviously he's a scottish legend so i'm like you know iconic so i literally go up to him and i'm like hi and he goes i know who you are and i was like "Ah!" (laughs) and then he goes talia storm and i was like and then oh, I got my brother next to me and he goes, the Hartmans. And I was like, oh my God, this is Oh my true. God, I love that. My brother is like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, and Tessa. And I'm like, there is no way Lewis Capaldi knows who we are. And I'm like, how? And he's like, a TikTok. And I was like, wow, this I is I love insane. that. Oh, I love that. And I love your mum, Lewis H. Steve. You know how much I love Tessa. She's, to me, one of the most incredible women. I absolutely love her. Abby's mum, by the way. Mum is really good. I was actually on FaceTime to her, but before this, I was like, Mum, I'm chatting to Bobby and the gang tonight. You must send her my love. Of course, I will. Of course, I will. You know, she loves you. Housewives, because she decided to, to step away, didn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it yeah. coming back as a series? I think my mum will definitely do something else, but definitely not Jersey Housewives. I think. Less I just, I, you know what I mean? She's a Scottish woman in a Jersey world that's just not her cup of tea. Do Didn't you know want what I mean? the, the, the nonsense of it all. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like, uh, my mum's done, you know, the Scottish Fashion Awards from 10 years. That's how she got her CBE from Prince William. Like, my mum works. These women don't work. And I think at the end of the day, Mm. if you think of these, like, American housewives, they're very different. Even, like, Cheshire. Like, it's a different kind of chaos. Do you know what I mean? It's like, the chaos is moving. You know, whereas, like, in Jersey, it's, like, still chaos. Like, nothing's happening. And then there's my mum creating, like, work iconic stuff and it's just that it's just there's just like a mismatch but yeah, you know yeah. i mean I, I think at the end of the day like us as a family we're such a big believer in like everything happens for a reason and like there's always a bigger picture always a bigger plan and i'm excited for what's coming next for her and um i'm sure she's gonna be brightening up the scenes very soon oh i'm sure she will <laughs> so uh so talk, you mentioned a bit earlier about your uh about your new single uh what was filming the video like how was it going 
unreal. Like I have genuinely, that was the first moment I think in my career that I was like, oh my God, I did that. Like I'm a Scorpio. So I'm very like, I'm really hard on myself. I'm really hard on myself. And like, I want, you know, nothing is ever enough. I'm always looking for better. I'm always looking for bigger. And I'm always wanting to push myself. Like there's, we can always do more. Like, this is my thing. Like when people are hating on me, I'm like, you guys are ignoring you the hate I give myself. So this don't mean to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. like woo, we're not even listening. So, um, like we like we've done choreo we've done looks we've done we've genuinely raised the bar and i think this is exactly the way i've always wanted to see myself as an artist um so i feel like this is probably my first like like when it's out it will be like an official video that i'm like yeah that is exactly what i stand for it's who i want to be and it's the message i want to give but it's taken me a long time even like getting in with this team like i have literally because i'm an independent artist everything i do is funded by me so literally i think it was the start of last year i was like now this is it and i literally banged out my TikToks, had a little like music fun from every single Instagram social media deal I was doing and I was just banging them out because I was like, I will get there and I will do it, but I just need the money for it. At the end of the day, that all the only thing a label is is a bank. It's a bank of money. So um the fact that I was able to like fund this myself and get the job done is like I think the proudest moment of my whole life. Do you think that almost makes it that bit more special, babe? Because you're having to pay for yourself and like people have a label and it, when someone's banknoting it for someone, because you are working for it and you're paying for it and it's like you almost want it more, does that make sense? Do, do you think it, that that plays a part as well? A hundred percent, because I get a lot of hate on TikTok that's like, oh, you know, her mum this, her mum that. And I'm like, what if you guys actually realise I am... I'm actually built because my mom is so strict on me and she's so tough on me, not because she's given me free money. My <laughs> mom is the first one that's like, if you want to move to London, you got to pay your own rent. And this, the start of last year, I was the, the skintest I'd ever been. I had to move out of my flat because I couldn't afford my rent. I had to move in with my sister in our one bed. We were literally sharing a bed and my sister hated me for three months. <laughs> and by September, because I worked my little ass off, I was able to pay my sis back for letting me stay with her, pay my mum back for my last two months of rent that I couldn't afford and move into my own place. And I did that on my own. And I'm like, God, I'm just one of these people that's like, I would never reply to one of these comments trying to explain myself because I think it's like, that's fine. like the work will show. Do you know what I mean by yeah. that? Like the, the end result will show. You don't need to explain yourself. You don't need to engage. It's just like, at the end of the day, look how many artists have come and gone and whether you love me or hate me, but I'm still here and I'm still hustling away. And it's like, you can't knock that. No matter how many times you want to comment about my mum's little silver platter, I am showing up every single day and every year creating these moments, creating these songs and creating these looks. No matter what you want to say, Talia Storm is still going. Amen. And the thing is, babe, on that note, you can't expose these people because it's just a waste of energy because actually it, it, it just it's the, the rabbit hole of madness. It's never going to go and it's a complete waste of time. And that's what it's took me. I'm like, do you know, why justify to someone that's got that mentality? Because whatever you say, whatever your reply, it's never going to be what they want. Do you know what I mean? So actually you take it as fuel and it motivates you. Exactly. So I honestly, guys, I'm buzzing for the year ahead and I feel like even like the music's getting better. I feel like I'm just, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And that's a really weird thing because I think the only thing we can want in life is like to be content because in a world where nothing is ever enough, 
being content is the real win. So when I get these moments of feeling so content, I am so happy because I'm like, yes, we did it. Yeah. I so, love yeah. that. I love that. That's, yeah, it's a great way to think. Um, well, Tali, best of luck with it all. Sounds like it's going super well. Um, and great to see you splash all over the bed online in your bikini. I mean... <laughs> I can't, can't be complaining about that. Pass on our love to, to your mum and the family and um, and great Thanks to see you. Thank Lovely you. to see you. Love to mum. Thank you so much, guys. See I really you Take Thanks, care, darling. Bye. Bye, Bye. Oh, lovely. Always a lovely chat. I've had two independent artists on who are, who are hustling and making it work. Uh, Tom and Talia, both both doing their thing. And I think the it's yeah, the two T's. Um, well, great oh, show. Say that. Lovely. I, I, we will say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, guys. See you next week.